Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And how are you guys doing this illustrious weekend? Illustrious? That's not the right word. <laughs> this fine weekend. <laughs> well, it, it might be illustrious. Yeah, I guess. It could be. Yeah. No, doing good, man. Yeah. Good. Doing Trying good. to get out of the heat, keep out of the heat. Oh, my it's gosh. So hot. Ridiculously hot. It is so hot. And we've we've turned our temperature up a little bit in the house just to keep the AC from having to work so hard. Yeah. And man, just bumping it a few degrees just it's... feels miserable. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have discovered the perfect comfort TV food for when you're just laying in the, on the couch in the living room, just trying to keep cool. You don't need to really think a whole lot. So, you know, the, the Fox show Lego masters, mm -hmm. there's an Australian version. And it's oh, really, awesome. yeah, really, yeah. All right, Four Where seasons. Do you... it's on 2B TV, okay. And uh, but everybody's got like the, the best Australian accents, of course. But their, their Lego builds are incredible. Like, they had to, they all got uh, famous rock songs that they had to create out of Lego, like Smoke on the Water, mm -hmm. um, Highway to the Danger Zone. Um, and then they had a musical guest who had to come in and judge. Um, they had one where they they actually built Lego creation dragons on top of a drone and had to fly it through an obstacle course. So, because wow. I mean, it, that's something that you usually have to figure out how to do on a day to day basis. Right. <laughs> right. So oh, between I've, uh, I've done that tons of times. <laughs> Better Call Saul's wrapping up, and this is helping fill the gaps a little bit. So, that's right. Well, Better Call I'm Saul. I'm in the middle what? of season three of Stranger Things. How's it going? Wow, I don't know. You're it doesn't cruising. seem like it's going like great. Yeah, I'm not going to have a ton of enthusiasm today. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> I am really tired, and I want to be sleeping right now. I love chatting movies with you. But my eyes, I am not high. <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> my eyes just don't want to be open right now. <laughs> so real quick, that that makes me think because you had your um, your tattoo convention yesterday. Yeah, it was or, a uh, it was a festival with a festival. tattoo uh, competition. That thank yes. you, Tracy. You came out and uh, and volunteered, and for oh, a while yeah. he thought. Val's a real good friend to put me in this room, this air conditioned to volunteer all day. And then I was like, it's time to tear down this street. We got 30 minutes. And I go, could go, tell go. he was out there and his face was, his mind changed real quick. <laughs> but there was a funny thing because Dave, you know, Val's husband, Dave, was in that um, air conditioned room tattooing. And somebody started talking about mushrooms and Dave looked at her and he goes, listen, the only mushrooms I have are on steak. So you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Dave, mm -hmm. we just, I mean, what, a week or so ago, we had yeah. our, our screening 
of Sharknado. So we want to thank everybody who came out. First of all, it was yes. great to see some folks. Um, and I think we had a lot of fun. It is it is up there as one of the worst movies I have ever seen. <laughs> there, there is very little redeeming quality to Sharknado. Yep. But what was fun was watching a movie like that with a group of people that we were making fun of it. And in particular, Dave had quite <laughs> Dave had some quite great a string of comments as we watched the the film. <laughs> film is not, reads the most not, sensible person in this film. This is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> there were there were moments in the movie where I'm just like, this is okay. Like no, you know you're getting into a movie called Sharknado, so it's going to have a tornado full of sharks and multiple right. tornadoes. Fine, but there were still moments where I was like, I have not suspended my my disbelief enough for this movie because, <laughs> and they only I, get crazier. I, not that I want to spoil it for anyone, but I also don't care if I spoil it for people. <laughs> but like, I mean, at how the, can you spoil something like this? Yeah. Well, so at the very end where he gets eaten by the shark and then chainsaws his way out from the inside out of the shark. And it just so happens to be the same shark out of all these thousands of sharks that are flying around in these tornadoes. The same shark that ate the girl like 10 minutes earlier in the film. So did he rescue her out of yes, the... So, yeah. so he comes out of the shark. The shark births him, first of all. Like, <laughs> it was having a baby person because he cut his way out of the shark. Then he reaches back in and pulls her out of the shark, and she was still alive and everything was fine. Was she missing any limbs or no, scratches? No, or... no, not even a new scar to match the one that she already had on her leg from the last That's time right. she encountered yeah. sharks. But... That was the moment where I was like, I just have not <laughs> disbelief enough for this film. Well, good thing that happened at the end. If that would have happened like the first 10 minutes, then you would have just... <laughs> well, I remember no, but... Dave Dave saying, like, I really miss you so much. I'm I'm going to I'm going tonight to hang out with them because I, I miss you so, so much. much. And then he's like, I miss you a lot, but not as bad as this movie was horrible or something. Yeah. I hope I hope he had fun and the fun made up for the fact that we had yeah. to watch the movie because it was horrible. Yeah. But it, it was fun to watch, Tracy. And I get the appeal of saying, hey, getting a group of friends together to watch something like this. I do think Dave may have found our next one that we need to watch together oh. for bad movies for a good cause. And that would be Kung Fury. Yes. Which he's posted, or he posted about on Facebook, yes. which yes. is another really just awful movie. In the best possible way. Right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a short movie too, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's very long. So yeah, we we raised over six hundred dollars for American Cancer Society. Oh yeah, the so important stuff. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that that was a really fun event. We need to do that again. Yeah, it it was a lot of fun, and and it was that way because people came, and we just appreciate that so much. So yeah. yep. Um, Tracy, you've raised over three thousand now just over 3000 yep just your with your efforts and and your goal if i understand this correctly between now and january is to hit $5000 that you'd I like to hit raise i want to hit 5 if i can yeah. yeah so i'm funded enough to run the dopey race like whatever you don't raise you have to pay but that's okay i donate to them anyway um so i'm funded so now everything is gravy so it's just like hey let's let's 
we got time. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, well, the point was never to run the race, right? Like that's a, that's nice to be able to do that. Right. But we're, we're really trying to fight cancer, and find a cure. So Absolutely. the more we can raise. So right now, and I'm, I'm going to plug this on the show. If you don't mind, you're selling bath bombs. Yes. Uh, we've got bath bombs. Uh, they are um, lavender and spearmint. Um, they're cupcakes and they're, uh, hand decorated with a pink, uh, breast cancer ribbon. Um, these are like the best bath bombs ever. Like they saved me when I did the dopey last year. Um, so incredible bath bombs. They smell great. They look really cute. Um, 40% of all donations go to that. Um, and then over the next two weeks, we have art from Thomas Estrada. Uh, he did a, a Yzma uh, drawing uh, with graphite pencil, and he is letting us uh, raffle that off. So $15 donation gets you entered. So with this episode or shortly before this episode on our Facebook page, we will post the link where you can go and donate as well as the link where you can go and purchase these bath bombs. Um, I think over the next couple of weeks, if you don't donate, that puts you in the raffle to win the artwork. Is that correct, yes. Tracy? Yep. Okay. Yep. $15 or more gets you in the, in the raffle drawing. And we'll draw that on Sunday, the 14th of August. Yeah. And, and Thomas Estrada, when we say that, if you guys don't know this, he is like a Disney artist. He, yep. and, and an animation art, like he did. I know this isn't Disney. And, and I, I say that only because it always irks me when someone picks a movie and talks about it like it is a Disney animated movie because it's just a good animated movie. But The Road to El Dorado, I believe, is one that he yep. worked on. Yep. Um, and, and he's worked on some others. Uh, so Emperor's New Groove on Treasure Planet, I believe. Two, we, two we of my favorite from the 2000s. We episode Disney with movies. him on Multiplane Podcast. So. Yeah. Nice. So great, great guy. guy. I, I think it's awesome that he's donating some original artwork. So you guys definitely want to get in on that raffle. We will put links up so that you will be able to do that. And the bath bombs are a nice touch. Nothing is better. I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there. Nothing is better than drawing yourself a nice bath oh, with yeah. a bath bomb and then turning on your favorite movie podcast movies that make us and just listening and relaxing with us in the bath. <laughs> I like that. So. And I feel like, we need to have a Kung Fury Christmas. Oh, a Kung Fury Christmas. I like that. If you guys have not seen anything about Kung Fury, so this was I not a movie like that was that. on TV. It was not released in theaters. I think it was just done on YouTube. But there was a music video. It blew up so much. There was a music video with David Hasselhoff doing the music. And that's what sold me. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have not seen this music video, we will post it. We will post it on our Facebook page. We'll tweet it out so you can see this music video. It was a, from a few years ago. It's incredible. Just incredible. So I like that. Kung Fury Christmas. I we'll like figure that. out what that's going to look like. Val, you're you're the big events person. So you just point us in the direction and tell us what to do and we'll make it happen. I was going to rinse, wash, repeat what we just did with Sharknado. <laughs> we can do that. Perfect. <laughs> do I have to create the... the can we just do that? <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, you just point us in the direction to go, Val. We'll we'll Sweet. do it. So awesome. I will do that. All right. Speaking of pointing people in the right direction and telling them where to go, this week we are talking about the movie uh, The Intern. Very See, nicely done, sir. That was a good segue. Okay. Val, you suggested this movie. 
I looked at the movie poster and I thought, oh, this is cute. It'll be Robert De Niro. And then Anne Hathaway is going to come in and be his intern. And she's going to, they're going to bond and they're going to have this fun relationship because Val told us it was a feel good movie. Right. And I was wrong. That was the premise. Just the roles were reversed. Robert De Niro is playing intern Benjamin Whitaker. Is this something that companies do? Do they hire seniors to come in and be interns? I, I have heard of this. Yeah. Uh, I, really? I, I feel like companies do a lot of things and have over the last 10 years done a lot of different things to kind of mix things up. Right. And this, more, this movie came yeah. out when there was a lot of like um, younger companies happening like Silicon Valley Lots and like all of these startups happening and so I think it kind of took this concept and, you know, there's another movie where you have the older interns, um, Oh, with Vince uh, Vaughn and they Vaughn. go to Google yeah. and Owen Wilson was in that one. Yeah. And that one wasn't yeah. horrible, but this one is so charming. I happened upon this movie a while ago and every year I probably watch it a couple of times. It kind of, it's almost up there with the chef, mm -hmm. you know, with chef. I'm, I'm going to take the the out with chef. Mm -hmm. um, this is the intern. Sorry. If we, can, if we can put the in where it doesn't belong and take it out where it does every time, I would really. But I think chef is actually right. It is chef. Yeah, it is chef. It yeah. is chef and it is the intern. But um, it's, I probably watch chef a little bit more, but the, both of these movies make me feel the same way. And I love it because. It's very much, it reminds me, I think it kind of came out when my, when I was realizing what my dad was going through after he lost my mom. Mm -hmm. You know, you have these people that are just movers every day. They got to go, they got to go and they try to retire and their life has changed. But my dad is that kind of person where he's tried to retire six times. He finally is retired now, but like he was a guy who wore a suit to work every day. He was, you mm -hmm. know the kind of guy who had a routine and, and did this and that and this with this big house and nobody in it until we moved back in, you know? So it was, it just kind of hit me like there, but then looking at it with, you know, also this woman setting up this business and just taking this big risk, you know, and going for it is so yeah. cool. And then the fact that we think we can only be friends with a certain kind of person, mm -hmm. but it really just takes someone that cares, you know, it, it just, I don't know. It's just a really cool concept that worked for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree as it, as it started and I kind of picked up on what it was going to be. Um, I was like, this is different. This is something interesting. And I think there can be a really interesting story here. But then as he's going through his little video interview that he's making and he's talking about, you know, his wife passing away and he was just bored. He tried to retire, but there was nothing going on and everything. And by the end of his little video interview, I'm like, if anything happens to this man in this movie, <laughs> nothing, I, like I will not be able to recover emotionally because I, I was all in on Ben Whitaker from the very beginning. And he was such a charming guy and such a charming character and and not even to like i didn't feel like it was even over the top i just felt like he was just a genuinely nice mm -hmm. guy which is not what i typically think of when i think of robert de niro and the characters that he plays in movies because he doesn't right. always play like the overly usually nice not. guy <laughs> but, but he did a really good job in this and it's also interesting i recently read the book um that's been around forever the how to 
how to win friends and influence people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I'm watching it. I'm like, this is like the movie, how to win friends and influence people. Because a lot of what he does is he's talking to people you find in that kind of book. And it's just a way of like, you don't argue with people. You just kind of, you know, you agree with them and you do the win-wins and, and he does a lot, a lot of that through the movie. Um, and it's just really interesting to see how he wins over this group. I love it when they're walking in and Davis is there and he's like, yeah, they only had one spot open for a regular age intern. No offense. Oh, no. It's just like this, like. <laughs> but I just like, that. you know, like a regular age intern. I loved it when they were interviewing him because they're like, so we're just going to snap through these questions. You have five interviews today. And they're like, this is new. Some of these questions may not work for you. All right. So here's the big one. Where do you see yourself in 10 years or something like He's like, when I'm 80. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, I didn't realize you were 70. So like, well, no. Those, those interview questions as someone who has to hire people. And so we have to be aware of like the laws and the rules around questions that you can and can't answer. Right. A lot of what they were asking in the interviews, I'm like, you can't ask that unless you want to get sued. <laughs> and I'm like, but this is a movie, Jake. Oh yeah, that's right. So it's fine. They probably won't get sued for bad interview questions. When I, when I interviewed at KUTV, there was a, a very nice guy who was the senior sales manager and interviewed with him. And he was like, so how old are you? Am I, future boss was like, you can't ask him that. And he's like, just between us. Looking for a woman. I'm like, no, I know I don't. <laughs> it, in, in a previous role, we had to hire people with specific language skills. Mm-hmm. And so we could ask, do you speak and are you fluent in whatever language we were looking for Spanish and Portuguese were the two most common that we were always looking for. Uh And I had one uh, manager that I would interview with occasionally. He's like, so how do you speak this language? Are you from what? No, you can't ask that. You could ask if they speak the language and are they fluent in the language, but you can't ask, are you from a Spanish speaking country? Oh, why not? Because then if we don't hire them, is it because they're from another country? Like you can't, you just can't do that. (sighs) But it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I loved it. Like all the guys, you know, that he's, and it's mainly like guys that he kind of befriends. Right. But, yeah. you know, there's a couple group of younger guys and they're like, oh, you have a briefcase? And oh, are you going to wear a suit every day? And, you know, and then he, the, this really nervous kind of twitchy guy comes in and he's like, I, I think I'm going to Jay-Z's house. And he's like, <laughs> So you think you want to rethink that wardrobe? So he's like, go get a boyfriend shirt, you know, because they yeah. work in a clothing company. <laughs> and he's like, I can't believe I'm going to go meet, you know, Jay-Z and I might be fiance and I'm wearing a woman's blouse. And he says, trust me, it's an improvement. <laughs> and, and I love that everybody else is just like, yeah. Yeah. Totally I I love it because he does, he, he sticks out like a sore thumb when he comes in there. Cause he's wearing the coat and the tie and has the right. briefcase like you guys said. But then at the end you see Davis coming out of his house at the one point and he's got a coat and a tie on. Uh-huh. And then you see the, the same nervous guy. He's carrying the same briefcase that he went out on eBay and found cause they don't make it anymore. And like the influence that he had on people as he was um, just going about just doing his thing you know he didn't try to force it on anybody and people just wanted to emulate who he was and Mm -hmm. i thought that was interesting well i think it has a lot to do with you know ageism we think people like older people and now i mean 
Tracy and I were entering into that realm of, do people want to not hire us or think that we have an opinion because maybe we don't understand because we're too old or whatever. And he didn't understand how to like even figure out how to send him this video email. Right. Right. But then once he gets into the office, just having his influence there helped other people understand their jobs better. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might, there might be a little, a difference of technology knowledge or whatever, but hard right. work, regardless of what job you're at, being a hard committed worker who is willing to learn, doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're 12 or 77. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really liked that aspect of the movie is that, you know, there, it really doesn't matter except for the crazy old lady that they hired and she wasn't old. <laughs> like, I feel no. like she's only like 10 years older than me, but she's crazy. Yeah. That lady when, was crazy. When Jules texts, hey, we need to move Ben to marketing or something. He's too observant. So the next day it's that lady. And she's like, wait, where's Ben? Oh, yeah. They sent me down and said she pulls right out into traffic. And she, they're screaming and everybody's like, it's just pure panic. Yeah, she was not good. Uh, also Ben did well with the ladies. Fiona liked him quite a bit. And that was, that was, I don't, I've never worked someplace that has a house masseuse, <laughs> but I would imagine in the working world that may have, that massage may have crossed that, some that HR, HR may have been called on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other right. lady that like was so aggressive with him and like made him kiss her. Yeah. Like, he's like trying to, well and i just felt bad for her i was like lady take a hint it's been five months since you had the last dinner he's not interested (laughs) and you know it's not because he's got anything else going on it's you like it's not it's not him it's you 100 percent. you've gone to seven funerals and he's never sat by you one time yeah yeah (laughs) yeah she Uh, was recently on uh the show be positive oh was she yeah, she was one of the elderly care patients. So I, I was watching this this week. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey I know her. <laughs> I I love the Ocean Elevens-esque heist that Who's they do Brad in the Pitt? middle of this movie. <laughs> it's Brad Pitt. Well, and you're, you're Ben Affleck's brother. Why am I not Brad Pitt? I think that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> And then he's like Ben Affleck's brother. Watch the stay here and watch the car. <laughs> even and then they're trying to get there. back in the car, and he's having this moment. And I'm like, I've been there before. Like I've been there. <laughs> You're just in your jam, you know. He's just that enjoying the moment. His moment. Yeah. I just love that part because we've all sent out a message oh, yeah. or an email to someone at some point, usually a and family like, member, oh, no. <laughs> that we have wanted to take back and. The fact that they went and broke into her mother's home. She's Stole like, there's a bee under the plant. There's like a million plants on yeah. the porch. There's no yeah. burglar alarm. Yes, there is. <laughs> I know my mother. She's cheap. There's no way it's a real alarm. So they just ignore it until it starts going. Oh, they start really hearing loud. the sirens. <laughs> yeah, that was. Damon, you do this. Ben Affleck's brother, you stay and watch the car. Oh. <laughs> His name's Casey Affleck. Well, I know what his name is. but I know. I'm just saying, like, for those of you who don't know, (laughs) he's been in, like, four movies, and he was good in three of them. Yeah. 
which is which is a better percentage than a lot of Hollywood actors. <laughs> Just saying. 75% isn't bad. So. You know, <clears throat> and it's interesting too, because this came out when Adam Devine was like really kind of Hollywood's it kid for a little bit. And he just, he burned out fast. Like he was in everything mm-hmm. for a while and then poof, seems to have kind of disappeared. I've never been a big fan of his, but he was okay in this. I can't remember who Adam Devine is. Is he the, the guy that was in charge of the interns? Um, the one rocking out in the car? Yes. Yeah. And he was like in Modern Family as the Manny and things like that. Yeah, he was, he was in, in the singing Pitch movie. Perfect, two neighbors. Yeah. yeah. Pitch Perfect. Uh, I, yeah. I think everything that I see him in, I feel like he's playing almost the same character. 100%. And I, yeah. And I think that's the hard thing. Actors who have really a lot of staying power most of the time, it's because they can play a little bit of range. Unless right. they're like, unless they're so iconic in the roles. I mean, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example, doesn't have a ton of range, but he's so <laughs> iconic in the roles that he's in that you can't, yeah. you can't ignore you can go with so, it. Yeah. yeah. Harrison Ford, who I love also right. doesn't necessarily have a ton of range. We're not talking like Tom Hanks range, right? You know, but Tom, Cruise but again, he's good at what he does. Kevin Costner doesn't have a lot of range. So I'm, yep. I, we have given a lot of really prime examples of the opposite of what I said. So ignore <laughs> what I said, because it's obviously not true. Apparently it's just when your character is like Adam Devine's character, you just don't care. Anyway. <laughs> I think um, he doesn't have that it factor that no, uh, somebody like Costner or Schwarzenegger has. Yeah. yeah or, Tom, leading, or, or my friend Tom. Man. Yeah. Uh, but I, there was also the other aspect uh that I think women deal with a little bit more. And that is the mean, uh, the mean women. And I think Uh it comes from both sides. I've seen it from both sides. I've seen moms that look down on women that have a career and think that they aren't spending enough time with their kids. And I've seen, you know, women who have careers with kids who look down on the moms that stay home. Like I've seen Uh it from both, both Uh sides. And I just, I feel like, Men aren't like that with each other. I mean, not all men. I mean, I'm sure some men are like, why would a guy quit a really good job and stay home and be a house, you know, a stay-at-home dad, whatever. It might be that way some places, but I think women, we're just really hard on each other. And I really liked when he, you know, went and took her daughter and he's like, yeah, and what, you know, she's broken glass ceilings and, you know, (laughs) da-da-da-da-da. But that was just like that little thing like, oh, and can you uh, bring the guacamole? I can. Well, and you can buy it store-bought since we know oh, you yeah. have time to make it jab, jab. No, I can make <laughs> it. And it got to the point where her daughter even thought, do you even know how to make it? Because she keeps hearing, you know, all yeah. of this stuff. And she's like, yes, I know how to make guacamole. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's surprisingly not hard. But <laughs> I agree, like being... And I'm not, but being a woman sucks because it doesn't matter what you do with your life. You are going to be judged by people, by women who have made other decisions. Then it, does it happen? I think it happens, but I think you're right, Val. It's not as much. I think for men, it's like, oh, you're a stay at home dad. That's weird. Oh, you play Call of Duty like I do. Sweet. Let's get together sometime. Yeah, it's totally fine. But, but I agree. I think it, I I think you're right. And, and you probably have a, 
obviously better insight into that than I do. But, <laughs> but I know I've seen it with my wife where, you know, you get judged for having too many kids or for staying home or for yeah. whatever. And I've seen it with my sister who goes to work and she gets judged for going to work. And, you know, if you don't have kids, then there's all the judge, especially in our culture and in our area, there's a lot of, why don't you have kids? What's, you yeah. know, right. what's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say that. Cause that's for a lot of women. That's just, I've heard it. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah. have. And it's, why do we got to, why do we got to judge each other at all? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 When they're yeah. like, how come you don't have any kids? It's like, do you want to know? Yeah, like, are we going to sit down and have this conversation? Are you or? genuinely concerned? You really or are you just nosy? Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, there were these sharks. <laughs> In a tornado. You could call it a shark shark tornado, and we just decided. Now I I told Jake in in, uh, Sharknado Four, they hit an oil rig, and it becomes an oil nado, and then it catches fire, and it becomes a fire nado, and then it eventually hits a nuclear power plant and becomes a nuke nado. Okay, the the science in these movies is (laughs) non-existent. I'm just throwing it out there. The <laughs> fact that they beat the tornadoes by blowing them up with a bomb. Right. I don't think that yeah. works. Yeah, you throw Every dynamite into hear it. about these movies, I think to myself, why did I give up on filmmaking? It's yeah. so right. hard to get good movies made. <laughs> and then you see it, Sharknado 77 get made, and you're thinking, but there is hope. That maybe one day I could have yep. somebody pay for a movie. I I think there is an art form to being able to say we are going to make a really really bad movie on purpose. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened with Sharknado. I don't no. think they thought of it as. I think I, oh, I have read interviews with the director and even the the writer and the writers. I can't remember his name, but it's it's awesome. Um, his name is awesome. No, but um, sorry threw me off anyway um they they purposely knew and when i actually met with ian Ziering at fan x and he was like we know that these movies are terrible i hope we're laughing and having fun and we're getting paid so it's all good (laughs) and that's all that matters (laughs) um now but i I like in this one too that de niro actually like plays a little bit of fun with himself i'm hearing hearing an echo echo yeah you hearing that? I'm not hearing. Okay. I'm not hearing it. So I think we're good. You're you muted, muted yourself, Jake. Well, I was just wondering if that's where the echo was oh. coming from. And no, I it think it's gone away now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was um, but, but I like the fact that De Niro had fun with his stereotypical De Niro self. Like there's a couple times where he does the De Niro's the very I, I can't do it but everybody knows the De Niro face you know it gives you that yeah look. oh yeah and he just has a little bit of fun with that which I thought was great I thought that was fun yeah he I this is probably one of the most enjoyable roles that he's been in that I've seen you know in recent years that he's done that I've enjoyed quite a bit and it is a I think a very different role for him and it's uh, interesting because I've heard in, that in real life, he's a really, really nice guy. 
really nice, yeah. very down to earth. But they say that he just he has a presence about him that's just intimidating. Yeah. Like even when you're friends with him, you still feel that intimidation with yeah. him. <laughs> I I I think that's probably true. Like there's just something about Robert De Niro just being uh-huh. yeah, it would but this movie was really good, and I kept thinking if this sticks the landing, this will be one of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. And it got close. Mm-hmm. I struggled a little bit with the ending. I'll be uh-huh. honest. Yep. Um, in the movie, you know, her husband he has the affair, and I think what bothered me not that they decided to try to work it out. Like I think in those kind of situations when you've got to make those decisions, that's really really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would never tell anybody what the right or wrong thing to do in their situation is. So they want to work it out. That's fine. What I didn't like is when he comes back and apologizes and he's like, but you can't throw this away from me. I'm not going to let you No, sir. You have been having an affair. You don't get to come back and have a noble. I'm sacrificing myself yep. for you moment. I, I'm sorry, but like that really rubbed me the wrong way that he got to come back and be like, I'm not going to let you do this for me. You need to know this so that you can do it for you and do the right thing it for you. It's her character. Yeah. Cause she was already going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like she was already making that decision, but then it comes in and then it looks like, okay, I came in and saved the day and prevented her from making a really big mistake by apologizing. Yeah, I, and letting I, her know about I saw the it in a little bit of a, of a different way, I guess. Okay. Um, because they did show us that she was already going to make the decision. Yeah. And so sure. having him come in for me, um, I feel like he did that because he felt guilty that when he said on the stairs, are you doing, when you say us, do you mean us, the company, or do you mean us, us? And she said us. And you could tell that because he didn't know yet that she knew he was having the affair. And so he felt that guilt in there. And he's like, I can't let her do this without knowing. So it was kind of him one feeling guilty and going and saying, wait, like if you think that you're going to save our relationship by doing this, that this may not be what saves it. So it was kind of like him trying to tell her, but also trying to get his own guilt. And she saw through it because like he just, he showed up because he feels guilty now because you said those things. And then, you know, when she, when they have that drink, you know, on the stairs and everything and, and she's like, okay, but this needs to later. She's like, this needs to stop, you know, like this, are you, are you almost done with this? Yeah. You know, and he's like, oh crap. Like, you know, she knows and everything. So for me, it showed me that he was, his character was a little bit flawed and flawed and like, cause he's just, okay. Now he's trying to go in there and say, you know, don't do it. But really you just entered that room because you felt guilty. You couldn't sit at home mm-hmm. knowing what, you know, thinking she doesn't know. She knows we always know, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that there is something wrong. We may not know what it is, right? but we know there's something wrong and she's a smart lady. She saw right through it. She had already made her decision, but I do think it was good that they showed because she didn't want to not be with him. And I do like that because usually we see a movie, you see that when one of the people in the, the couple gets successful, 
then something happens, somebody cheats, then they split up, then there's this big, like, I feel so better, so much better yeah. now that I'm not with this person, my family's split up. And I do like, because I think there are moments when you make a mistake as a person in your relationship. And if you still love each other, and like Jake said, if you make that decision to stay, that's also something people judge on. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And the fact that they both love each other, he made a mistake. She made a mistake and kind of forgetting about her family for a little bit. But, you know, she was she was driven and they both figured it out for themselves. Now, we don't know if it worked out later, but, you know, just to not walk away from a relationship for me to watch that and like try and fight I liked yeah. that. I liked yeah. that element. But we still all felt like he was a douche. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. 100%. And I love when De Niro entered the house. He's like, feeling better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when he was not one. feeling well after he found out. And she was like, oh, I hope you're not catching what Matt has. I don't have what he has. <laughs> <laughs> no. I... I and my first indication that something was wrong was when she went over and started kissing on him. And he's like, Jules, I can barely keep my eyes open. Nope. Sorry. My eyes are wide open at that point. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> yep. I, you know, anyway. Um, but I, I, I think the other part of the ending that I didn't like was when she came out to talk to Ben and, you know, I'm going to call Townsend basically, and I'm going to tell him no and whatever. And he wasn't at his desk. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, he decided to take the day off. And then he's out doing yoga. I think there was an element of the story that was cut probably for time or content that we missed, like, the health part. Because there was parts where his high blood pressure was getting worse and he was having to take more pills and things like that. But they didn't really elaborate on that. And that's probably why he was out doing the yoga. But they don't give us that. And it was that's so out of character. That's not why he from... was out there. Tai Chi. He why was, was out he out there, there? To prove to her that there is a way to balance yep. time for yourself yeah, the whole and movie, time for there. success because she does not stop. And I time she is all about establishing so he, that balance. The only way she was going to get there is if he was there. So he's like, hey, there's been all this time. But I realized, and he also realized, okay, I used to do this every day. It was boring. Now I've been doing this every day. So I'm going to go and make this a balance thing. Yeah, Everyone in the, just like nobody in the, the office blue. had a balance. So that's I how I thought. I just felt like it came out of the blue. It was just out of the blue. Like, oh, I'm not there. Like, he's just gone. And then he's out in the park doing Tai Chi. Which, I get it. The balance part, all of that is important. But, like, it was... I just didn't feel like it was developed enough. It was just weird at the end of the movie. But that's okay. I felt like it was close I've been wrong before. I, I was it's interesting because I was with Jake about the affair part and I'm with Val on the Tai Chi part. So <laughs> yeah, I feel like because they showed us the Tai Chi part at the beginning of the, beginning. the show, and he was like, My life, I'm just doing the same thing every day. I'm bored, blah blah blah. He gets right back into work. He's been busy, 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 and then he none of the people at this at this office take time, like the freaking assistant. You know, you have, she's afraid to ask for help, which I feel that like as a oh, woman, yeah. you're afraid or just anyone that's young and in, you know, mm -hmm. you're afraid to ask for help because if you show that you need help, does it show that you're weak? And then are you going to get fired? And he had to like prove to her, well, you know, people that don't sleep age, blah, 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 gain weight. And she's like, great. I'm going to be <laughs> overweight and old. <laughs> and 
And then when, you know, she doesn't even make time to talk to her mom, which I wouldn't either if, like, my mom was like her that. Her mom but, was awful. Um, <laughs> her mom was not a good person. But she ran she to the park person, to but... tell him what she, what awesome moment she was having. He's like, tell me after. Like, make the time to slow down because it's still going to be exciting in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, so for me, I was fine with that. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, that's a great scene in the movie. But I was like, okay, it's like full circle. He's showing her. But what that, if we really, and I'm going to like push some buttons with some people here because I love this movie. I suggested this movie because it makes me feel good. But then on the other side of this, if you really want me to be technical and why some people may not like this movie is that she is a young female who started this company and who needed the help of an old white man yeah. to realize her success. <laughs> Yeah. And I think yeah. that I think that's a glaring issue with the film as well, because yeah. we talk about Matt coming in and getting his noble moment. But the reality is she was ready to go forward with hiring the CEO until it was Ben who said, yeah, this just doesn't make sense and doesn't add up. And I hate yeah. to be the feminist here, but you've got to do this and whatever. Like, it's one of those where it's like, OK, we are making an effort to make a, a feminist movie and have a strong female lead. But we're not quite but, ready to go for it. She's a strong female lead because she's got Robert De Niro in her corner. Right. And honestly, you have Robert De Niro in your corner and you can you can do anything because he will just, you know, pave the way for you. So yeah. I agree, Val. I think that's a huge glaring issue with the film, even but though me, I still enjoy it's not, it. Yeah, for me, it's not it's enough not to make game. me not, not yeah. watch it again. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think they could have done it differently, but it was still enjoyable. Um, and I think as we make progress on anything, it's always, you know, steps in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I think there were some good steps in the right direction here, but I enjoyed it. So Tracy, what do you give this movie for a grade? Uh, this is one I had not seen before. Um, I had seen the trailer. I had seen the poster. Um, it had always kind of been on kind of my fringe radar. Um, but it was just one I hadn't gotten around to. So I was glad that Val suggested it. Um, I'm not usually a, a huge Nancy Myers film, but this is one of her better ones. Um, yeah, it's enjoyable to me. It's not life changing. I'm going to go with a, with a solid B on this one. Yeah, I, I liked it. I would probably go B plus. I'm not just a, a B. I think it's one that yeah, if it came up, I'd watch it again and I, uh, would enjoy it. I think, um, so yeah, B plus for me, Val. Yeah, for me, it's a little bit of a floater because if it's just a movie that I turn my brain off and it just mm -hmm. I just need a movie that's going to make me feel good. I don't have to think too much about um, it's a B plus when I sit and I turn my other brain on and I have to say, OK, like, why wouldn't other critics like it? Because I, I understand why they hired De Niro for the part. I understand mm -hmm. the, what, why you have to do that for money and for likability and whatever. And so they kind of throw the whole story of making this woman you know up here out the window i understand why they had to do that doesn't make it right but i understand it yeah um i would probably give it a b so i mean it's it's that b yeah. b plus okay. because i do watch it at least once a year when mm -hmm. you say hey feel good movie it will be you know in the top 20 where mm -hmm. i'd say hey have you seen this one have you seen this one and this one would mm -hmm. be one that that comes up um but yeah, I just, I thought it was, again, I just thought it was enjoyable. It was yeah. just. Yeah. It's a fun little film. I agree. 
yeah, it's one that you watch it and it's it's hard. Charming. Yeah. I do think it's interesting. I wonder, like, because De Niro has taken on more, like, comedic roles later in his career. So I wonder if, like, the younger generation is going to think of him as, like, this fun grandpa guy from, you know, Meet the Fockers and a few other oh, things. Like, I sure hope not, because that is so <laughs> not what his career has been. And I'll be honest, when you talk about that, Tracy, because I thought about Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers, I liked him a lot more in this film than I did in That's either like, of those. I, but I am yeah. not a huge Meet the Parents yeah. fan. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. just not one that it's like I want a funny movie. Oh, let's put this one on. It's right. yeah, that never comes up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, and this is nothing against uh, Mr. Stiller, but most Ben Stiller movies aren't ones that I'm going to be like, oh, that's one that I definitely need to put on and watch. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's watch one. interesting. He's turned out to be an interesting director. He did yeah. the Apple TV series Severance, which is really interesting, really good. Yeah. I don't know what it is about these comedic actors that turn into like really interesting directors. Yeah. Jordan Peele. Saw nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nope was good. I liked it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. The intern, if you're looking for a feel good movie this week that you want to put on, I would definitely recommend the intern. It's a lot of fun. We enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about another fun movie. Um, with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And then I think maybe we'll do a fun, different movie that's a new one that's out that that Tracy's been telling Val and I that we need to go see. And so we'll talk about that. But in the right. meantime, thank you. Oh, go ahead, Tracy. Nope. Yep. We'll tease okay. it for the next episode. All right. Until then, though, we appreciate that you came out and watched Sharknado with us. Stay tuned for more fun events like that. I think we had a lot of fun putting it on. And so uh, we want to do more of those. And until then, we won't see you at the movies. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.